0: ride heavy radio episode forty-eight back again. This is Eric, joined by Marco. As always, Marco, how are you doing today?
1: Episode forty-eight, bringing the big guns.
0: Yeah, we're bringing the big guns, and we're also bringing you week two of our USA tour. We are going state to state this year uh, for the playlist, um, picking out kick-ass bands from each state and um, give them a shout-out. Uh, last week, we did Iowa to kick things off, and this week, we're going to the great state of Maine, so we're going out east, and um, we got a couple picks for you from Maine, so look forward to that when we get to our playlist, uh, but for now, Marco, how you been, man? What's been going on in Happy your world? Radio
1: 48, we're going to Maine, it's going to be awesome. I didn't know a lot about the scene there, um, and... Uh... It's a lot of cool stuff to dig into, but I'm, uh, I'm doing well. I really have no complaints been, uh, I'm excited to go see Bruce Dickinson on his spoken word tour. He comes through Des Moines to Hoyt Sherman place. That's uh, next month.
0: Tell you, yeah. that's awesome. Is he, um, is he, or what's he talking about or is it, I remember he's done like business talks and they're like I paper think paper he talks. kind
1: of is is uh, taking a page from like Henry Rollins. He just kind of okay. goes all just over rolling. the map. Like I've heard him, I've heard at some stops that he has actually sang songs like acapella. Um, I've heard that he has talked about Maiden, talked about flying, uh, talked about history. So I, I think he's just kind of free, you know, free rolling. flowing, wheeling and dealing
0: standing on PAs with one foot. I hope so. That's awesome. That's really cool. That's cool that Hoyt Sherman's bringing in awesome people too. So I remember we got to see a lot of lucky shows back there, back in the day.
1: Yeah. Um, Awesome. They're still kicking. The first one that comes to mind was Wishbone Ash. That was amazing.
0: Yes. That was uh, for you listeners out there. Marco's uh, dad took us to this. We didn't know who they were at the time. It was Wishbone Ash. I think we were like maybe 15 years old and we're like, I don't know about this stuff. And turned out they were kick-ass. His dad was totally right. And they found out wishbone ash like influenced like, uh, uh, thin Lizzie and UFO and scorpions. And they were out there doing their thing like right with those bands are forming. So, um, that was crazy. And the sound was awesome too, which was really cool. It was like a theater setup. So.
1: Yeah. And, um, yeah, I've seen Henry Rollins there. Um, was really cool and uh yeah lots of awesome lot there's been a lot of awesome stuff that's happened there it's a a sweet venue
0: awesome yeah i think over on this side of things um we have uh uh, coachella coming up we got that lineup so not a lot of rocket like hard rock bands on the lineup but a lot of fun music so we have that coming up in april um just got that confirmed so that'll be fun and um what else oh on the the rock and roll side i have an epiphone sg that's in the mail on its way so i'll tell you listeners out there how much how kick-ass it is once it gets here so always fun to throw in some gear talk since um mark and i've been playing forever so i'll share that with you guys when i
1: um
0: when that comes in but yeah just uh just been getting into this year man flying into 2022 so
1: i also oh i just uh, i got a christmas gift it was frank frankie bellows book from anthrax and i just finished it and it was it was really good it was awesome i uh, i really liked frankie before reading it but i like him even more after reading it and i also uh, i think it's probably one of my favorite books from a musician that i have read so he he uh, did a good job
0: Awesome, yeah. I I uh, I marked that on my wish list. I read uh, uh, Scott Ian's book, um, well, one of his books, uh, and um, it'd be cool to hear uh, Frank's side of you know all that Anthrax history and everything. See what he experienced. So, and I always like whenever he's in interviews. So I'm sure it's he writes just like that. So um, definitely want to check that one out.
1: Yeah, and what's cool is he has done like some workshops and some demos of gear so you can actually see quite a bit of footage of frankie playing on his own uh, which is pretty cool
0: badass yeah he's one of my favorite one of our favorites hands down so yeah he's awesome rad. So and seems like a
1: really there. good dude too
0: go support uh frank Bello out there fans rock and rollers and metalheads um yeah well speaking of new stuff um we have anything in the news pipeline today
1: we do this this episode is uh in honor of vocalist and bassist burke shelley of legendary welsh rockers budgie he passed away on january 10th a few days ago uh, at the age of 71 and you can see all these tributes coming from a diverse range of people
0: oh yeah i'm sure Um,
1: and you know a lot of huge bands have have covered budgie songs including both megadeth and metallica um when we had uh when we had john from raven on he had a lot of respect for budgie had shared the stage with them um and yeah it's just uh obviously um that's one of the positive things that happens is the celebration of life, and so many people from all over the world have been celebrating the music of Budgie.
0: That's awesome. Well, rock and peace, brother, and definitely listen to some Budgie.
1: And yeah, um, the name doesn't come up enough, but Burke Shelley, for my money, has laid down some of like the nastiest bass lines in re- you know in recorded music history.
0: Yeah, and the, the budgie's a really cool band and the just the sound is very hard to place and I can totally understand the diverse, you know, fan base and bands that grew up on their stuff because it's definitely yeah. got a diverse output. And
1: it sounds like he passed away in his hometown with his family. So I mean, it's definitely one of the best ways you can go if you when you're gonna go. The um, Oh and uh more on that Bruce Dickinson after his spoken word tour he plans on touring with Iron Maiden for Senjutsu album that their most recent album and then he wants to after after his his uh, spoken word tour and the Maiden tour he wants to focus on his next solo effort and he is working on it with Roy Z so I'm oh shit
0: that's awesome That's kick ass i love um i love he's got so much fun you know projects and work going on it's awesome yeah
1: and also the priest and maiden tour rumors are heating up because bruce mentioned that on their next tour he didn't think they'd get to play senjutsu in its entirety and people are saying oh maybe it's because this is finally happening so we'll see see if that uh, gets announced also that
0: would be fucking epic. I can't think. I can only think of a couple more metal duos tours that would be that earth shattering. So that's Yeah, I, I don't know right. if you
1: just saw. Apparently, they took the fans' opinion into consideration. Like Judas Priest originally announced they were going to go with just Richie out on tour on guitar. And then... Mm-hmm there was a little bit of backlash to that. So they said, no, we'll go back and we'll keep working um, with uh, Glenn Tipton when he's able to join and uh, Andy on guitar when he's able. So if they're both able, it sounds like they'll have a a three guitar attack thing, kind of like Maiden. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the same lineup they've had on the recent tour when when, uh, Glenn Tipton can't be there
0: yeah that's that makes sense yeah Richie's a ridiculously talented guitar player but then there's so many of their parts are so written for two guitars so I can see how that'd be yeah
1: and I Uh, personally Richie's amazing I'm sure I would enjoy it either way but you know some people are those diehards like I want to hear it like it was on the record people and you know that's uh, Mm -hmm. to each their own I can understand that it's just not something that I've required from from recording artists but um, right. but yeah no I mean it's cool they listened to the fans and they took it in mind
0: yeah that's cool I'm excited that they Priest is even touring keeping a yeah, touring 50, period going
1: on 50 years <laughs> yeah.
0: so yeah um, that's awesome yeah and a Maiden team up would be ridiculous that'd be one of those where you can't believe what you're seeing at the moment I so. know It was like that for me
1: with Maiden and Megadeth, let alone Maiden and and Anthrax and Priest. So let alone Priest and Maiden.
0: Have the Sentinel come out and then fucking Eddie walking around, zombieing it up. That'd be uh, a lot and motorcycles. That's cool, I could only
1: hope you'd get the one you love to hate.
0: (laughs) I didn't even think about it. (laughs) They'd have to. They have to. No, nah, that's all I can have now. That's awesome. We'll kick ass. Uh, anything else coming down the line? Oh um, it's just January. A huge We're one that out.
1: was stoked got me stoked was yeah. Wasp announced the North American dates they've booked so far with support from Armored Saints celebrating their 40th anniversary. And when they come through Texas and Tulsa, they're going to also have Michael Schenker open up.
0: That's nuts. So Michael Schenker,
1: Armored Saint, Wasp at a few dates, but Armored Saint and Wasp for the rest of the tour. Um, So yeah, returning to the U.S. and
0: uh, That's going to be fucking brutal. (laughs) Blacky Lala said
1: he's bringing 10 years of want, 10 years of cussing. 10 years of lust to return to a US <laughs> world tour. Good. He wants to he wants to let his wild child out to be a love machine and to get blind in Texas.
0: Yeah, you gotta get blind in Texas, especially with the, the trio lineup. That's awesome. I'm excited. I hope there's uh razor blade cod pieces and uh, razor blade arm bracers, whatever you need to get the job done love machine indeed that's awesome is uh is john bush with armored saint um yeah i believe
1: john bush and joey vera are both in the lineup so classic saint that's awesome
0: yeah their last that's i know we said this uh, about a bands that just keep getting better but i feel like armored saint is a, in that world of um i thought their last stuff was just um in the last few years has been just as strong as any of their catalog if not more refined even so i mean the classic Mm -hmm. stuff's classic for a reason one
1: thing that came to my mind um in reading frankie bellow's book would be like what if all these people could put their egos aside and like as everyone's winding down in their careers the people that can still do it like forged ahead and were in a band together like the best person that can still sing, best guitar players that can still play, drums, bass, etc. I think that'd be a pretty cool way to keep the flame alive. It'll be interesting to see if something like that happens.
0: Yeah, if the big four became like some kind of one big band, and I know Terry
1: uh, King has said multiple times that he that they retired too soon, so he's up uh, he's out there waiting for you if you want to call up the king.
0: Yeah yeah i uh i've seen him say drop some things in some interviews in a very carrie king way so uh but yeah if uh um i mean if you wants the place say go for it so i'd love to hear a, just a carrie king like band if they just called it carrie king and had found some badass people to play with their guests i mean it, i think that'd be pretty rad guest singers and I think that'd be cool to see what other other musicians would do with some Carrie King songs. So
1: that'd be kick-ass. Oh, I just flipped the heavy metal time machine. We're going. (laughs) This is uh, January 16th, 1972. Blue Oyster Cult release. Blue Oyster Cult. The self-titled. Hell yeah. Get your jeans and your cowbell ready.
0: Dancing in the ruins.
1: Um, yeah, Blue Oyster Call, another band that has had an awesome career, lots of awesome music, influenced a lot of people. And then just a few years, uh, the last year of that decade, January 16th, on this date in 1979, except release their self titled album, Except. Udo Dude, Dirk that- Schneider, another person that's still going strong. Like, might be the first time I saw a senior citizen rock that fucking hard.
0: <laughs> yes, from the Boba Fett school of exercise. Yeah. New Boba Fett. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that uh, that first accept record is great. I only through the, the power of modern internet have I been able to go back and. Um, listen to it because our listeners know we were born in the 80s so when we were coming up you just had to find the cd at cd warehouse and best Buy, or you were out of luck so um only recently but i've been able to dig into that first accept record and man it's good i really love accept they've climbed my ranks my metal ranks very quickly in the last few years
1: so so udo dirkschneider was stuck in a Sarlacc pit and then was marched mm-hmm. through the desert of Tatooine.
0: That's the way I understand it. I'm okay. pretty sure that's what Disney bought the rights to Udo.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, it's the same guy.
0: The same guy. I saw the Boss the Wall music video. You can't lie to me. <laughs> I won't be lied to. So, yes, that's the first dance I, I was watching the new Boba Fett show. <laughs> It's like that dude looks like fucking Udo from Except, <laughs> he's got that onesie on, the one piece suit. I was like, that's fucking balls to wall energy. That's midnight mover energy.
1: And Don't then, uh, oh, this just in: being handed some some news here. Breaking. Um, in a uh, embarrassing moment for Pope Francis, he was caught on camera at a record store. Picking uh, up the latest Cradle of Filth album.
0: Secular music.
1: Whoops. And a, whoops.
0: Of all the bands. Caught line. The yeah, truth he's, here.
1: He's a big fan.
0: We bring you the truth here at Heavy Radio. We'll call out <laughs> the Pope himself.
1: Um, actually, though, album. apparently he didn't actually buy a record, but he's he's a fan of Wagner, Wagner, however you say that, which is which mm. is pretty metal, actually.
0: Yeah, I mean, of all the classical music, it, it is pretty heavy. I'll give him that. Very heavy. So well, that's all right, Pope. Join us, man. Music's cool. We're cool with you rocking, Pope.
1: Yeah, we'll rock with the, um, the
0: Pope. Check get a out call.
1: Uh, Danny Filth. will share some cheese pizza with you.
0: Yeah, man. Just jump in. And then there's Cannibal Corpse. There's all sorts of bands he did. Oh, just yeah. don't look at the cover art. The cover art <laughs> might disturb him.
1: I heard you might like this band X Order. <laughs> check them out. On your radio dial.
0: Make the Pope smoke just turn black or something. <laughs> <Just> frighten everybody.
1: <laughs> well, that's fun. Now uh, it's time for us to, to check out Maine, I think.
0: Well, yes, we're going to dive into our uh, to our picks. I wanted to do a, just pay a bill real quick here with our some sponsorship. Um, the show ain't free, so um, I'm going to go ahead and to read this one out here. It actually uh, ties into what we were recently talking about here in the news here. Some um, some Slayer going on here. So <clears throat> as always, I'm just going to read this as it was handed to me and reading the copy verbatim uh hey metal heads out late rocking heavy metal lifestyle got you feeling rough maybe you've been rocking for decades and need a refresh well now with the slayer dead skin mask you can feel rejuvenated and restored simply apply the dead skin mask directly to your face as the cursed mask binds with your face you will hear the word of the dark one whispered in your ear now listen carefully as answering correctly will anger the dead god and you will experience eternal agony after answering the riddle correctly, enjoy god-defying youth. Only your new goat friend will know. Younger and more youthful than ever, before you'll be able you'll be able to rock on forever at the small price of seeing an evil face staring into your soul every time you close your eyes or try to sleep. Get the dead skin mask now. That was that was oddly um, tied into our new store with Carrie King. I'd, so I'd buy that for a dollar. I mean, it sounds like a trade-off that's worth making to me. I've been to a lot of concerts.
1: If you've regained your sense of smell, I think it might not smell that good, though.
0: That's true. It's the yeah, experience may vary, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, mess with it once you start hearing the voices and it's attached. You're kind of stuck. Stanley Ipkiss uh, learned that the hard way. So
1: So I was digging into Maine music venues and it is it's such a difficult time for for some place that I haven't actually set foot myself. As best as I can tell, I got I got one that welcomes all genres of music that is rocking right now. It's called the Portland House of Music in Portland, Maine. So check it out if you're ever in the area, if you're from the area, support the Portland House of Music. Uh, buy some merch you know buy some some of what they're selling and uh get out and see a show whenever you feel it's safe to do so
0: definitely if you ever if any of you are out there listening from maine definitely shoot us a note on um on social and we'll we'll shout out any other venues that are that are kick-ass and need to get a shout out so definitely
1: yeah and uh we'll get into it uh on our tour of maine with some uh featured picks uh heavy radio 48 heavy radio tour maine
0: yeah what what do you
1: have to fire this bad dad off
0: yeah the um the main band i have is called cruel hand and the song is called decompose um they're hitting over a million um uh, plays on Spotify, so that's awesome to see, and um, they're uh, described as a hardcore band from the scene, um, really great production, amped up energy, ton of like punk energy, and it's real heavy, great great sounding record, and um, it's just a fun kick-ass song, and it's good to see that the East Coast is bringing the thunder, um, so shout out to Cruel Hand with Decompose.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you dug up something that, that I hadn't heard. I'm definitely going to crank that. Um, my first pick comes from a band called Ogre. This is the Ogre O G R E. Um, there is another band you may have heard of that has, uh, well, I guess it's lowercase O H capital G R, but this is Ogre spelled like it is in the dictionary. And, uh, they're from Portland, Maine, and this uh, this my track is um, Don of the Proto Man. It's actually their first track from their first album. It's self-titled Ogre. Uh, the album's Don of the Proto Man. The track is Ogre. And they're a power trio, which I'm always big on. Um, both lyrically and musically, it's definitely, I mean, heavy metal is all you can really call it. Like there's St. Vitus vibes, Black Sabbath vibes, uh, some, uh, you know, just pretty much no frills killer tune after tune on this record. And uh, they have some other records that you should check out. Uh, It's Ogre with Don of the Proto Man, um, proving to me that Maine does in fact have some folks that rock real hard.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah, I actually listened to that song and I was looking through uh, uh, looking for bands doing research, so yeah, I agree with everything you said. Kick-ass vibes. Um, Let's see, my uh, next one is a band that needs no introduction. Continuing on my uh, classic portion of the playlist, this band is Nervosa, and this song is Raise Your Fist. Um, kick-ass song um, definitely in a political realm um, i love it this band kicks so much ass and um, deserves all the attention and support ever um, just great playing great production catchy ass songs just honest kick-ass music they're not they're just the real the real deal 100 yeah. percent. so and you
1: don't have to take our word for it to exactly top line from
0: just like reading rainbow levar, from burton. levar
1: burton Shout out to um, levar. uh you know only one of the best vocalists in metal history eric ak when he was on the show uh, said something similar about nervosa and he was actually on their last album
0: hell yeah i couldn't agree with the more and the song raise your fist is kick ass so check it out
1: Hell yeah. Um, I still, I found so much good stuff in Maine that I'm sticking with it. Uh, My next track is uh, the band is called falls of Raros. I believe is how you say it. It's R-A-U-R-O-S and um, patterns in mythology is the album. Weapons of refusal is the track. Um, They have been a band for uh, going, they're going getting there to two decades. Um, they have at least five albums that I was able to dig up, and I—I I think a lot of people would agree it's in the in the black metal realm, but it's really fucking good. And um, the this the album cover really stood out to me, and uh, apparently it was the cover art was painted by um, someone uh, famous historic fellow from Maine called Winslow Homer and um, definitely like, it seems like the nature in Maine uh, definitely inspired uh, some of the vibes that they've laid down. And it's just sounds really fucking good to my ears. So check it out. Um, It's patterns in mythology is the album falls of Roros weapons of refusal. And, um, you know, if you're going on a hike on Appalachian Trail or whether you're, you know, whatever coast you're on, it seems like you can vibe with them. Um, If you're in the mountains and the forest anywhere, it seems like that's what really uh, got them to this state of mind. Um, I guess there's an uh, Acadia recording company where a lot of these bands from Maine mingle and record. It's kind of like one of those places where everyone in the bands knows each other. Um, so definitely another place to check out and support is Acadia Recording Company.
0: Awesome. Hell yeah. Now I want to go out east, man. whole whole all this main talk. I want to go out east. Now. I
1: know. Hopefully by the next time we do a tour, we can physically go to these locations.
0: Hell yeah. We want to come out there. We want to party with y'all.
1: We want to party with you.
0: Yeah. We want to see what you're up to. Uh, my uh, my uh, next classic pick is from MD Forty Five. I know Marco knows this, but some background on MD Forty Five. It was a side project uh, by Dave Mustaine, and um, it was I believe the story was he was they were gonna do cryptic writings, but he. The label wasn't ready for them to put out a record or something to that extent so he put he had all these songs that he was writing so he put out a side project um, and recruited Lee Ving uh from Fear and uh, that's the version I grew up with yeah wasn't that uh,
1: was it Jimmy DeGrasso on drums is that his name
0: I believe so yeah because I feel carried... like he's an
1: underappreciated drummer in Megadeth history for sure
0: yeah, a million percent. We saw him live. I and think he just, was
1: from suicidal tendencies. Maybe sounds that right. That
0: sounds yeah, that sounds right. We saw him in two thousand and one, way back then, and it was kick ass. That was one of the best shows we ever saw. So, shout out to him. And yeah, because uh, I think that's where he pulled him back in when the risk days. Um, but yeah, that uh, this whole album is really good and. Right now, the one the version you'll find is from two thousand three, where Dave re-recorded the vocals when they were doing their whole remaster, whatever. But it's kind of a bummer because I love leaving, so um, it's hard to find that original version. So both are good. I kind of, I grew up with the original with leaving, so
1: yeah. Um, um, seek I guess that, that, that was one time I disagreed with a great band is on the remasters because I find myself listening to all the originals in most in most cases i think uh I, I would rather put on the original than the remaster in megadeth's case
0: yeah they did they did a whole campaign where they like remixed and remixed and remastered so there's like instruments surface that you couldn't hear before and a lot of production changes that they are very different albums so i totally get that because the remix remaster is very different than the originals we all grew up with, so yeah, I can totally yeah, I, understand Yeah, that. I
1: don't really mind if a band tries to do that, but in Megadeth's case, I, I definitely find myself gravitating towards the original recordings. And and yeah, the leaving vocals are great,
0: yep, yep. So, um, but yeah, go seek out whatever version you can find, even the Dave version is cool too, of course. I mean, the songs of the songs, and um, but yeah, I. Leaving a Fear is a, one of the best frontman periods. So, um, if you can seek out that version, go for it. But yeah, MD45, Nothing is Something. And the song is kick ass, gets stuck in my head every time I listen to it for the next five days. So, I'll um, be rocking what with it. What was me. that?
1: My favorite song from that record, I think, is it called Motel Hell? Something like that.
0: Or Hell's Motel? Hell's Motel. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, there's good-ass songs on there, and it's really punky and kick-ass.
1: Yeah, I mean, it um, seems like he good really shit. was vibing with Leaving at the yeah. time, anyway.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a fear, like, punch-it-let's-fucking-go vibe to it that uh Megadeth songs don't usually have, so. Um, um, my next yeah. track,
1: uh, some more Mainers giving the heavy metal world a run for their fucking money putting the flag of Maine down on the battle hill. Uh, This is Sunrunner. The album's called Ancient Arts of Survival. Track is called The Scouts. And this is uh, just real badass. Uh, I don't know. There's some, some progressive feel, just fucking heavy metal. I think they, as last I can tell, they were on a... Um, No, it looks like, I don't know. It's very hard to tell. I thought they came up under main bands, but maybe they're on a record label from Italy or maybe they're from Italy. If you know, uh, feel free to correct me. But either way, the music's badass, so you should check it out. Uh, Sunrunner with Ancient Arts of Survival. Or maybe there's two bands called Sunrunner. Either way, I went through the depths of the internet (laughs) and this one specifically... Sounded fucking badass. Sunrunner, the album's ancient arts of survival, and the track is called The Scout.
0: Hell yeah, awesome man! They're, yeah, they're either
1: from Maine or searching for Maine bands inspired me to find this band. So, either way,
0: <laughs> fits hey,
1: we're trying out here.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome, and yeah, I. I want to go visit out east now. Uh, once things get safer, that's kick ass. And if anyone out there is listening from Maine, uh, rock on and keep hold the flame. We're with you. Yeah. If and- there's a
1: band you dig, send them our way. If there's a venue you dig, send it our way. We'll help. Uh, help get the word out.
0: Yeah, hundred percent for states going forward as we keep rolling the metal tank over the crushed skulls across the country looking for the next kick-ass metal scene. Awesome. Uh my uh, first new song is called from a band called Blood Command. And this song is Nuns, Guns and Cowboys. Um it's I'm trying to think of they're really a tough band to peg down. It's it's um it kind of sounds like some of this stuff like coming out of like uh, Japan, some of like the, kind of like the metal that comes from like the anime world. It's got like that real like upbeat, fast vibe. Production's great and just really unique vocals and super catchy. And um, I have heard Blood Command before and this song is a new release from them and it's just, they're continuing to evolve and I've been kind of watching them and I think they definitely want to watch and uh, yeah, I just—they're really interesting band, and just kind of a different vibe, and really hard to pin down. As you can hear, I'm having trouble. It's just you got to go hear it and kind of determine for yourself. I don't want to put them in a corner, um, but they really unique band and really great ideas and new ideas, which is always important. So check out Blood Command, uh, Nuns, Guns, and Cowboys. If the title enough doesn't pull you in,
1: um, so check them out. Heavy radio new tracks, uh, hot off the press. Scorpions with Peacemaker, and man, this—it's hard to believe these guys guys. have been rocking for more than fifty years. I think several members are in their seventies. This is their night, This is gonna be their nineteenth album. Rock believer. It drops February twenty fifth. Coming in hot. I love this song. There's a lot. I think it'll appeal to if you've dug a Scorpions album, probably almost from anywhere in their catalog. I think this will appeal mm-hmm. to you. Sounds like they've kind of just tried to, um, you know, find that heart of the Scorpions that made them such a phenomenon. And I think they did that. Um um, I know uh, vocalist Klaus has been making the rounds and he's put out some really interesting interviews. Um, Seems just, just a great guy to listen to, has so many wild stories, uh, lived through so many wild times and uh still singing to tell about it, still sounding really good.
0: Yeah, I, it's funny. I found, when I saw that was coming out, I, um, it kind of made me think like man these guys are keep going but then I was thinking back to when we were kids and we saw a lot of like the blues and country people like putting out records you know um,
1: yeah when, when they were, were older like 70s 80s
0: yeah and so now it's just this was their music so now it's, we're hearing instead of like blues and country we're getting you know horns up metal so OG metal so um, so yeah I, I'm always there definitely in the the realm of you've given us so much amazing music so any any new music's always a treat I did listen to um, uh, to this new one and yeah I agree with everything you said I think if you're a Scorpions fan it's just they're good songs and they're fun and yeah so they it's also like strike me as
1: like really fit for for their age like they must be yes. eating, i don't know what they're doing what's the they're eating a lot of sauerkraut or something
0: sauerkraut running Good for up, you running up snowy hills in germany
1: it's like one of the best foods you can eat i think
0: doing flying v jump kicks and doing that pyramid thing where they stand on each other's knees and they got to hold yeah. that for five minutes
1: and yeah exactly
0: that's a lot it's hard on your core so, if you don't have a strong core, it's going to collapse, not going to work. So, high um, energy
1: rock and roll.
0: Scorpions! That's awesome. Well, I'm excited for that. And I will be checking that out in February. Um, speaking of uh, OG metal bands keeping on the rocking, um, Saxon is back on the attack uh, with Remember the Fallen. Um, they have two singles out right now from this new record that uh, kind of similar story here. Uh, they still sound great. Still sounds like Saxon. If you're a Saxon fan um, this would be a great surprise um, as we are uh, fans. And um, yeah, they sound really good. And I think they're just like the Scorpions. They're like, you know, taking what, what works and what still sounds good. And, you know, and making kick-ass songs, the production has energy. and Yeah. Um, now, it's, I, I it's heard good. this
1: track. I love this song. Um, Biff yeah. sounds probably as good as ever. Um, yeah. And it seems like, like, it just seemed like a jolt that, of kind of togetherness that everybody needs right now. Like, you know, no matter, you know, even if you have some situation where one loved one dies, that's obviously very big for the people that know them and we have so many people experiencing that uh this song is kind of a tribute to those that have fallen literally and uh it's a kick-ass song
0: yep yeah definitely it's definitely a positive song and good vibes um to tough times and uh yeah i it's just fun to hear i didn't think i wasn't expecting a saxon record <laughs> on my metal bingo for 2022, um, along with Scorpion. So this was a fun surprise. We'll gladly I gather concert. for the
1: annual Saxon concert.
0: Annual Saxon concert. Shout out to Vulgar Videos out there. You know, closing know.
1: out this episode strong, I have Gearish and the Chronicles. If you if you haven't cranked them, I I feel pretty confident they're gonna be one of the biggest bands in the world um at some point. Um, check it out. I mean, they just feel like uh, somewhere in between the new wave of British heavy metal and the Sunset Strip. Um, You've shown vocalist, me them, haven't you? Yeah, their, their okay. vocalist, Gearish, has. Uh, he, de- like, listen to him. He's got vibes of some of the greats, uh, uh, kind of, you know, a number of the great. Vocalist that we talk about, he's he's got it, and uh, great fucking band. I love this song. It's called uh, "Gears from the Chronicles." Hail to the heroes! And their new album is coming out February eleventh, two
0: thousand twenty-two. Awesome! I will heed that advice because I remember you showed me their last record, and uh, I was really impressed. So I'm definitely going to go check out this new one too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean it sounds like it could have come out in the eighties and I mean that in no way that's insulting.
0: Yeah, definitely. No, it's, it's all exciting and inspiring and yeah, definitely won't get too heavy, but I know a lot of people are having, it's a rough start to this year in 2022. And so um, it's, it's awesome to hear, you know, music coming through, people still doing their thing. Um, If you're having a rough time out there, just want to send a shout out and say, you know, well, music connects all of us and um, we love sharing this with you guys. So definitely there's a lot of great music to rock and um, a lot of good music to look forward to. So that's exciting. Um, and also shout out to Maine. Thank you for being our guest of honor this, this episode. Um, like Marco was saying, we definitely would love to come out, come out East and rock with y'all when we have uh, when we can get out there and safely and we can share some beers and headbang together. Um, so that'll be fun, and so shout out to all you metalheads, you crazy yeah, people yeah. in Maine.
1: Raise your glasses, your swords, whatever you got for Burke Shelley from Budgie Cranks Amen. and Budgie with us, and yeah, Budgie 2022 and forever.
0: Oh, yeah, heavy radio y'all. 48.